0: Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode four of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, Challenge Attitude. I found that a simple distinction often lies at the heart of whether athletes are able to perform their best or perform below expectations, particularly under difficult conditions or an important competition. Simply put, do they view the situation as a threat or as a challenge? Whether you see a situation as as a threat or a challenge produces in you, diametrically opposed reactions that include your thoughts, emotions, physiology, goals, and in turn determine the quality of your performances and the results you produce. Let's consider what happens to you when you have a threat attitude toward a situation. First, an important question to ask is, where does threat come from in sports? Though the threat of injury is ever present in many sports, I found that the most common and most powerful threat comes from a fear of failure as you pursue your athletic goals. The threat is what will happen if you fail. The threat attitude arises when you believe that there will be dire consequences for not achieving your goals. For example, you'll embarrass yourself, let down your family and friends, feel that your sports participation has been a waste of time, or be devastated because you didn't fulfill your sports dreams. The irony is that by responding with a threat attitude, you actually cause the very thing that is most threatening to you, namely failure, to happen. Second, the cause of this threat attitude is an overinvestment of yourself in your sport. I talked about that in an earlier podcast. Your sports participation is too large a segment of your self-identity, that is, who you see yourself as, for example, as an athlete. Your self-esteem, that is, how you value and feel about yourself as a person, is excessively dependent on your athletic achievements, and the attainment of your goals is your all-encompassing priority. As a result, when you compete, you are putting your self-identity, your self-esteem, and your goals on the line. Aside from threat of injury, there is nothing more threatening to an athlete than the loss of those very personal attributes. Third, how do you react to the threat? Physiologically, your muscles tighten up, your heart rate beats rapidly, you hold your breath, your balance goes back, and your center of gravity rises. None of these physical reactions are conducive to optimal athletic performance. Psychologically, your motivation is to flee from the threat. Your confidence plummets because you don't feel capable of confronting the situation. That's one reason it's a threat to you. You're also focused only on the enormity of the threat, and you experience fear, helplessness, and even despair because you believe that the threat will be realized. Your primary goal with a threat attitude is to protect yourself from that threat by putting as much space between you and the threat as possible. In sum, everything, both physically and mentally, goes against you, making it virtually impossible for you to overcome the threat, perform to the best of your ability, and achieve your goals. For Michael Jordan, the six-time NBA champion, I can accept failure. Everybody fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Fear is an illusion. Where then does a challenge attitude come from? It starts with a perception of the situation as an opportunity to push yourself, get out of your comfort zone, seek out your limits, achieve your goals, and reach a new level of excellence. With this perception, you are focused on pursuing your athletic goals with complete confidence, courage, and commitment, and without doubt, worry, or fear. A challenge attitude is associated with your embracing the process of your sport, rather than fearing the results of your efforts. The emphasis is on having fun, and seeing competitions as exciting and enriching. Your sport, when you see it through the lens of a challenge attitude, is an experience that is relished and sought out at every opportunity. Thus, challenge is highly motivating to the point where you love being in pressure situations. When you develop a challenge attitude, you put yourself in your best possible position to perform your best and succeed because everything that impacts your performances is on your side. Not surprisingly, a challenge attitude produces an entirely different set of physical and mental reactions compared to a threat attitude. Physiologically, you feel energized, but not too fired up, with just the right amount of adrenaline to make you feel ready to perform your best. Your muscles are loose, your breathing is deep and controlled, your balance is forward, and your center of gravity is low. Psychologically, your singular motivation is to go at that thing that is challenging you and overcome it. You're confident that you have the capabilities to surmount the challenging situation. Your focus is like a laser beam on the challenge in front of you and what you need to do to succeed. As for emotions, you feel excitement, inspiration, pride, courage. Your fundamental goal is to face and conquer the challenge in front of you. In sum, your entire physical and psychological being is directed toward triumphing over the challenge and your chances of finding success are, as a result, really high. The interesting thing about threat versus challenge is that it's all in your mind. It's rarely about the attitude of a situation, but rather in how you perceive it. Think about it this way. Let's say you're a tennis player in a match played in some very difficult weather conditions, such as a very hot and windy day. During the match, it's not just hot for you, and the wind doesn't just mess with your surface toss and ground strokes. Instead, both you and your opponent face the same difficulties. My point is that everyone has more or less the same conditions in a competition. So, what determines whether you see those conditions as a threat or a challenge all boils down to your attitude towards them. Let's take the tennis example a step further. Upon arrival at your match against your opponent, who is of equal ability and is equally prepared as you are, you see the conditions and think, these are tough conditions, but I've been practicing in these conditions, and anyhow, my opponent has to deal with the heat and wind too. I'm going to crush it. In contrast, your opponent is thinking, this is awful, I hate these conditions, how am I going to play well today? You see the match as a challenge while your opponent sees it as a threat. Who do you think will have a better match? Who do you think is more likely to win? Well, you obviously. So next time you're faced with a really tough training or competitive situation, whether bad weather, difficult conditions, unfriendly spectators, a really tough field of competitors, or the biggest competition of your life, ask yourself whether you see it as a threat or a challenge. Then embrace the challenge and tell yourself, bring it on. From Billie Jean King, the tennis legend, Be bold. If you're going to make an error, make it a doozy, and don't be afraid to hit the ball. One of the really unfortunate aspects of having a threat attitude is that you're consumed by negativity in so many ways. You tend to focus on the worst-case scenarios, the what-ifs, which only trump the volume on your experience of threat. Examples include, what if I don't perform my best? What if I lose badly? What if I disappoint my parents? What if I embarrass myself? What if this is as far as I go? Now, what makes what if statements so harmful is that they're followed by some unspoken but truly terrifying consequence, such as dot, 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 I will be a total loser, dot, 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 my parents won't love me, or dot, 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 I will never achieve my athletic goals. This threat attitude leads to a psychology and physiology that almost certainly dooms you to the failure that you most want to avoid. These what-ifs cause you to have doubts because you don't believe you can overcome the threat. You feel pressure because you absolutely must succeed or those bad consequences, those or else, will be realized. You experience fear because you believe that your life, of course not your physical life, is in danger. The result is a self-fulfilling prophecy of the very thing that is causing the threat attitude to occur in the first place. That is, little effort, poor performance, and ultimately disappointing results. When you feel yourself going into a threat attitude, a direct way to help you shift toward a challenge attitude is to actively change the way you think about the upcoming performance and to adopt when statements rather than what-if statements. Examples include when I give my best effort, when I have fun, and when I stay my own best ally. The tone of when statements catalyzes a challenge attitude in several ways. First, they remove the threat by removing the bad consequence that what-if statements lead to. When statements reorient you in a positive direction where, following a when, good things are bound to happen. For example, when I give my best effort, dot, 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 I usually perform well. When I have fun, dot, 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 I'm relaxed and energized. And when I'm my best ally, dot, 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 I give myself a chance to succeed. When statements fill your mind with the good things that can happen, which boosts your motivation and confidence to pursue your goal for that day. You also feel excited and inspired to compete. You want to go at that thing. This shift creates a self-fulfilling upward spiral in which your psychology and physiology actually ignite each other and help you perform your best, thus increasing your chances of success. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to Episode 4 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. And be on the lookout for Episode 5 in the near future.